Fish here from the It Came From Gen X podcast. We're sharing this clip with you in case you're looking for some time with us but don't have time for a full episode. You can find new episodes and new clips on all major podcast platforms. While you're there, give us a follow or subscribe. Full video episodes and segments can be found on our YouTube channel at It Came From Gen X. You can also find us on our very own channel on the Boss Code Media TV Network. We hope you enjoy and hope to see you back. So social media, it just it's it continues to fascinate us in just what becomes popular in social media. Mm-hmm. Of course, the term we just talked about with nepo babies, that's a popular term on social media, so it gets a lot of buzz. One thing I caught today getting some buzz in in, in TikTok. I mean TikTok as we know is a plethora of subjects out there unbelievable from pranks to girls just kind of moving around to the same three or four songs and things and all kinds of different stuff out there some very creative stuff out there some just some just ridiculous yeah so uh i think this kind of goes along the, the you know the ridiculous side here gaining some popularity on tiktok right now is self dentistry tips (laughs) so dentist influencers okay so these are people showing how to do some type of dentistry self-care apparently from like fixing gaps in your teeth and different stuff how removing braces on your own so some things that you would really ordinarily never even should remotely consider doing never. stuff to your own teeth that people are watching videos and tutorials and all that and attempting to do on their own. Now, some of the things are very uh, low risk that they talk about that are not permanent, like putting like a, with some of the examples they cite in this article, it was on today.com, by the way, uh, putting like a, a, a temporary like jewel in your teeth and making fangs with, you know, temporary stuff, you know, uh, some you know, whatever paste and stuff. But there's some stuff in here that's like, you really shouldn't be doing this at all. And it's very risky. And obviously, uh, you know, orthodontists and dentists are warning people, you know, don't be freaking idiots and do some of this stuff here. So, just fascinating amazing so uh would you i I know the answer i don't even have to ask you if you would remotely consider doing this on their own just what are your thoughts of just the uh uh the the current trend of self dentistry tips um in the world of social media keith what do you think about all this well, you already know what I'm thinking. You <laughs> morons. I, you already know what I'm thinking. But okay, when it comes to things of the body, 
there's there's a reason people go to school for years to do these things okay yeah so just yeah. let's not be stupid not to mention if you screw up you don't have the the knowledge to recover uh, and to fix it so just to stop the stupid stuff but i think the uh, bigger picture is the internet and especially TikTok has become a way of control for people because of the popularity that a video can get i think people especially somebody who is maybe not powerful or not uh very well known in social circles see how they can control people through videos by getting people to do stupid stuff and i really think it's a form of control it's really crazy if you get something dumb but you can get out there and popular enough people will try it uh it's just absolutely dumb i saw a video the other day these morons have a somebody's kind of hiding with a camera on a subway and another guy sitting there is next to the old lady there's all kind of people around and he's got this big object covered in plastic and then he uncovers it and it's a little toilet he pulls the toilet paper out sets it on the side pulls his pants down and sits on the toilet and everybody just starts running and scrambling you know just for what shock value just stupid stuff but i think the internet is just people are just trying to see man what can we get people to do Mm-hmm. You know, if it, if it goes viral enough, morons will try it because they think it's the thing to do now. I just think it's utterly absurd, and people need to be careful. Skinner, what do you think? Young kids are getting dumber and dumber and dumber as well. By the day. <laughs> By the My day, brother. gosh, are you kidding me? Dentistry. What do they look up? You know, we had books. What is it? Uh... Uh, computers for dummies or mm. you know something for dummies that was our that was our books people never saw dentistry for dummies <laughs> but yeah dentistry for dummies go on tiktok you can figure out how to my gosh i can't believe how dumb this this subject is and that the fact that we're talking about it just blows my mind even more to be truthful i uh, should this yeah you know, so obviously you, you get stuff like this out there and some of the other stuff that people can get hurt and do some type of permanent disfigurement to their bodies, but you're still yeah. able to put. So, should a platform like a TikTok be more regulated if you're putting something like this out there? If it's caught, should you, you know, sh- should they have the right to ban these type of videos that are, you know, frankly, That's, maybe harming an people? Interesting question, Fish. And I'm torn between that because now you're talking about a freedom of speech issue. Censorship, um, yeah. Censorship. And I'm already got a problem with, with Facebook right now because they're getting ridiculous. I've been violated twice on Facebook, uh, putting Facebook jail for, for just the dumbest, uh, benign comments. Um, my singer and, and my band, the Diamond Phillips band was recording me playing drums at a rehearsal warming up and I didn't know it. And then he posted it uh, later, and I didn't. I never knew he was recording. And I just, if if, if we were in each other's space, it would have came out like this: "Well, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> That's what I said. I'm gonna no. I said I'm gonna. Stra- I said I'm gonna strangle you. And I and LOL mm-hmm. was behind it, but yeah, I got in trouble because of that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, is, is this an algorithm searching for keywords like strangle? Because sure. you should have a human being looking at this and saying, oh, in the context he said it, this is his friend, and he's playing with them. But no. So I already got a problem with this, this type of censorship. But 
you make a very, very good point because it's getting out of hand. I'm surprised we haven't seen reports of more serious injuries or deaths coming from some of the stupid stuff people are trying because they see it on TikTok. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see, are we going to see the regulations or not? I mean, some of it, though, is common sense. Which is not common. It's, no, that, that's not, not anymore not, on it. Not not I, guess, I guess you're right. I don't know. Uh, okay. I guess we're based to be seen. If stuff like this is, yeah. know, becomes more regulated over time. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay, guys, in sports, uh, certainly the the football world right now <clears throat> um, saddened by the loss of one of his great ambassadors, regardless if you're a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Franco Harris has established himself as uh, the class act of the NFL. Um, he died uh, three days ago, or was it two days ago, three days ago? Um at the age of, I believe, 72. That's right. Um, obviously, he was uh, famous for not only the multiple Super Bowl wins in the 70s with the Steelers, but, of course, what's considered maybe the greatest play uh, in the history of football, the Immaculate Reception, uh, one of the greatest debates in the history of football, depending if you're a Raiders fan or, or a Steelers fan. And uh, it's so crazy. They were going to honor him by retiring his jersey. This was planned two weeks ago. Mm. Um, and they had some of the great 70s players uh, attending, and they who did attend, Mel Blanc, some others. And, of course, he passed away the day before. Mm. Um, Franco Harris was a tremendous runner. He established what was – he didn't establish what the fans did. Franco's Italian Army – back in the 70s but what happened after his career in it is why people love franco he was a humanitarian he was a giver uh just the stories about him are so amazing even up until just recently uh current steelers running back Najee harris told a fantastic story Najee harris is huge on charity and giving back to the community he's been that way uh, since his college days, and he said he learned a lot of that from Franco. But what blew me away, he said that he had a charity event for, I think, for children uh, that he was holding, and Ann walked Franco Harris. Didn't even invite him. Totally unexpected, totally unannounced, no fanfare. He walked in and participated, and he was the last one to leave. And uh, that, that says a lot about the character of this Man, so uh, rest in peace, Franco. God bless his family. It was a stirring tribute um, at the game the other night, and uh, we just really, really sad to see this guy go. He thought some Franco fish. Uh, I didn't know as much about him as you did, certainly, <laughs> but uh, I, I did know his reputation of being a classy guy <laughs> off the field, like you say. I know he held uh, several, at least some Super Bowl rushing records with a sheer amount of time mm -hmm. he'd been there. He was definitely yeah. an integral part of that dynasty. He, he holds the Pittsburgh. most rushing yards in Super Bowl history. Oh, well, there you go. Four, four, so, four trips to do that for you, too. Yeah, so yeah, rest in peace, for sure. Yeah, thank you. Now, Skinner, I know you hate my Steelers, uh, but Franco, thoughts on Franco? Well, the first thought was, is how is a hell of a guy like him come from the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> see, 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 I That's expected my first nothing. Thought. Less, Skinner. Nothing less from you, buddy. Go ahead. You know, you can't say many good things about the Pittsburgh Steelers organization going all the way back to the 70s. <laughs> what, what, 
but, but there is one shining light, and his name is Franco Harris. Hmm. You can't is, say anything good. You can't say nothing but good things about the Steeler organization going all the way back to the 70s. Let oh, me right. give you a list. Uh, yeah, that list is very short. You know, what do they do? Uh, really? Anyway, no. No, all kidding aside, Franco Harris is one of those individuals that even if you're not a football fan, you have to know who he is. Yeah. All his humanitarian yeah. efforts and everything that he has done over the years, um, you know, prayers to his family, you know, rest in peace. Uh, there'll be another one like him, I don't think, in a very long time, unfortunately. And it was great to see on Facebook people I know, pictures of them popping up with Franco. They say mm -hmm. he never turned down an autograph, never turned down a picture, just that kind of a guy. And, you know, the it was the we're celebrating the 50-year anniversary of the accurate section. There was the Steelers versus the Raiders. And, of course, the Steelers played the Raiders Saturday night, uh, and it did not disappoint.